Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Pass it down. Practical loyalty. Practical loyalty. Wow. I told you seven things. Point one. Point one. Praying daily for the flock. Praying daily for the flock. You see, they can't, they, they what? The, 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 where, where is this one? Continue to the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking bread, and in prayers. So, continuing daily with one accord in the temple. When we see continuing daily with one accord in the temple, it is prayer. Praying daily for the flock. You want your MC to go? Pray. Oh, yes. The size of your MC. Okay, 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 okay. 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 <laughs> Okay, the size and rate of repro- because the MC can be small, but when it has given birth, like another 100 MCs. So the size and level of influence and impact and reproduction of your MC is directly proportional to your prayer life, whether you want to agree or not. Yeah, that one is true. True. Yes. More prayer more people. Deeper roots provide bigger trees. Bigger trees need deeper roots. Don't be there with mushroom root type and you want an oak tree on top. Yeah. Hmm? Roots roots like this. Now you have got a big tree. No, don't work like that. You want a big Location? Oh, you don't want. Do you want a big location? Do you know you're going to get a big location? Do you want a big zone? With a thousand people? Prayer. Ministry is spiritual. All your tactics are going to hit a wall and fall down if you don't pray. Oh, yes. And praying for the right things. Yeah, if you're busy praying for a visa, you're not going to get people. <laughs> Pray for the people. Jesus prayed for Peter. I told Peter, I have prayed for you. That enemy has sought to sift you, but I have prayed for you. Paul said, I, God is my witness. I, pray, I make mention of you in my prayers. Yeah. He told the Colossians, I've heard about your faith and I pray for you. He asked the Corinthians, pray for me that the door may be opened that I may preach the gospel. Prayer. Pastors, shepherds, the key is Prayer. In Bishop Doug's book, uh, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry, P, 
PVTI. What is P for? Prayer. It's prayer, visitation, teaching, interaction. Prayer. And in there, it goes into details on what to pray for. And the fact that your members, you see them there coming for MC, but they can be there and they have demons disturbing them. Yeah. Some of them, they even sit on their shoulders. Some on the head. Yeah, you, you are just there sending only a report. And the report doesn't have a space for what demons are there. <laughs> In the report, we assume that you already dealt with all the demons. Seriously, prayer. Let me tell you, you're going to have to learn to pray. And to pray for your people because they are dealing with things. Eh? Sicknesses. All of that. You have to pray. The other day, Pastor Jonathan he was burning some rubbish at his new house. They had just entered the new house. And an explosion, something exploded from the rubbish and hit him. And he fell. And he got bands all over his body. He's just healing now. He spent many weeks where he couldn't move. They had to do surgery to put back the skin. You see, could have easily died when he has just entered his new house. So if you, you're, you're not there praying for people. You pray. Look, your MC has only 20 people. You, you can pray for everyone every day. Yeah. One, this one, then this one, then like that. If, then if you don't, you can use one hand, that's finished. This one, then the toes. Just don't make sure you're not praying with your shoes on. And then one foot, one foot, finished. It depends on where the fifth column is in the MC. Ah, have you understood? Ministry is prayer. Yeah, 2019 I was praying up there on that, uh, what is it called? Overflow up the other side long before it was nicely done and what and like God told me expressly the church is simply an altar to which people come yeah you see if you have a group of people like this it doesn't make it a church what turns a group of people into a church is the presence of an altar If there is no altar, it's not a church. And the altar is not a physical thing. Yeah. The altar for your church can be in your house. The church is simply an altar to which people come. Because when people come to church, what are they coming to? Are they coming to the soda table? Is, is, is that? Because that's also there in the restaurant. Are they, what are they coming to? If you assess and analyze of all the things that gather people in any grouping, the only difference between a church and any other grouping of people is the presence of God. But the presence of God cannot be an assumed thing. You can't just say, on your own, God is here. Because anyway, he said, we are two or three or more gathered. No, you may say it, but you lack the evidence. 
You can keep saying he's there, but every day when people go, there's nothing shows that he was there. Do you see that God is not in the light? He's not in the roof. He's not in the column. Even if you open a mint keyboard down there, God is not in there. Do you know where he is? Where is the anointing? On a person. That's where God is. Yeah. The God matter is carried by you. If you are prayerless and you carry none, you will always see that you carried none. Yeah. And all the religious people who think he dwells in the clouds are now annoyed because I said that the God matter. Look, what part of the Bible are you reading? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by for God was with him, with him. You can go into a beautiful building and the God factor is small. And then you go into an ugly building and someone walks in who has been standing in the presence of the Lord and you'll be like, oh my God, what just happened here? You want to be loyal to God? You want to be loyal to the ministry? You want to be loyal to Jesus? You have to pray. Prayer, prayerlessness is disloyalty. Yeah. You, how can they send you? Take water. Hmm? From that thing to there. And then you show up with no bucket. You're disloyal. You're, you're just, you don't want to take water in the first place. You're just there pretending that you're into water. To a degree, prayerlessness is disloyal. It's like you're betraying the cause by being powerless. Sorry if it sounds bad, but it's what it is. You are in an army. You're going to fight. They give you a gun. They tell you that store there is the ammunition store. Ammo. Go pick your belt of bullets. You march right past the ammo store with your gun. Then they find you and you're going to fight. They are going to court martial you. How do you show up without ammo? It's like you do you are you are you ready to fight? It's like you didn't come to fight. You came to do something else altogether. Who goes to war without ammo? Who goes to ministry without prayer? Practical loyalty 2023. Pray daily for the flock. Point two. 
hold weekly MC meetings without fail. Without? Yeah. Continuing daily with honor, according to the, and breaking bread from house to house. Yeah, don't, don't, you know, Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Mm-mm. That's different. But anyway, it also applies. Let us consider one another in order to stop love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. So, weekly MC meetings. That one is more obvious, right? Except in rest month. Three, weekly garage mobilization and attendance. We have restructured your MC to include the garage mobilizer. Yeah. You see, when people don't come to church regularly, or every week, they think about what Bishop Danny said yesterday. Destroy the church today and who will reach out to your children and grandchildren tomorrow? No one. So one of the ways of destroying the church is not showing up faithfully. That's one of the ways you destroy the church. By going shopping on Sunday morning instead of going to garage. You can't set aside one day for God in the week in spite of the commandment. Point four. Sharing messages. Jeremiah 3.15. They'll feed you with knowledge. And sharing messages. Garage messages. MC live messages. Have you heard of the Abmo 30-day challenge? Has every MC ever done the Abmo 30-day challenge? I want to challenge every single missional community to do it at least twice this year. The messages are free. They're online. Yeah. If your people don't have the equipment, you, you gather them and you play. And everyone listens while taking notes. Do you know how many times you should listen to a message for it to start having impact on you? 21 times. To soak a message in 21 times. Otherwise, you are at surface level. Look, if here is how you know you have soaked the message. If it's working in you. Yeah, if it's working in you. Yeah, pastors. I was actually thinking about it even this morning. Take the book, The Mega Church, and soak it. And see if you will not have a mega church. Yes, yeah. You're just here sweating over a small church for nothing. Take that book, take the audio, and do like, because it's only like nine hours or less, even. The audio, it's less than nine hours. It's about six hours. 
Yeah. For me, that's my strategy this year. I'm going to take four books by Bishop Doug. I think five. I'm going to take church planting. Church growth, it's possible. The mega church. Uh, I had five. Which is the other one? Of course, I'm going to do loyalty this year because I will be teaching them this year in the book, in the whatever. Hmm? No, I'm do- all those I'm going to do again, but I'm not about soaking. No. Yes, let me, those three. Mega church, church growth, church planting. Yeah, and be like every week. Until you can even say, I know that page. I know that story. Oh, yes. It's a spirit. It's a spiritual thing. But you, you are like, I read it once. Then they ask you, you are like, ah, about what's on what page? Think about it. That one time it, you read it, your church grew by 10 people. And now you child. messages shepherds you must soak you see that's why you're surprised that your people behave like non-christians it's not soaked in share the messages tell them listen send reflections this one listen send reflections listen again until they like but I already listened to this last week then you can lie your muscle like huh I'll listen. (laughs) Until you're soaked. uh, I remember Mrs. Makoko. Pastor Makoko is a pastor at Miracle Center. His wife used to work in one of the banks in the city. Just a normal employee in the bank. And they landed on these teachings by... uh, who are those prosperity preachers of America? No, 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 no. No, where is the guy of money cometh? Leroy Thompson. She said they listened to those tapes. It was tapes those days of Leroy Thompson. Until, like, now when they sit in the car, Leroy, it's the same tapes, money cometh. She said they reached a point where at the beginning of every year they would give Pastor Robert, their pastor, what she called a blood seed of $100,000. Have you ever given your pastor a blood seed of $100,000? Yeah, I had her live. I was there when she was giving that testimony. And you know how it will happen? Soaking. Um, an anointed message about money. Now here we are not about money. Here we are about planting churches and growing them and becoming mega triple. And you know how you're going to do it? You soak. 
You don't just surface, surface. That's why you can't teach it. You see, me, I can come here and teach this thing, many things without notes at all. Because the message is now part of me. Soaking messages is the secret to breaking out of your current room and limitations. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to, what? He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Uh He has sent me to set the captives free. That's a deep revelation. I gave it to you in the garage. Some of you don't, don't even remember it because that's why you haven't soaked the message. Eh? To set at liberty those who are bound. Recovery. You see, captives, will you when you think captives, think prisoners. Is a prisoner dead? Aren't they alive? Do they have a brain? Do they have dreams? Yes. What's the difference between a prisoner and a non-prisoner? It's that the prisoner, their whole life is in a small space of eight meters by ten. Limitation. That's the life of a prisoner. Limitations. Let's say this is your prison cell. When you dream, you have to stop there. You can't get on a plane. You can't get in a car. Limitations. When they bring you money from home, it is the prison warder who keeps it. And you can only buy food. Well, even food is provided. There is even nothing to buy. You are alive. You are happy, maybe. But we can all tell the limitations in your life. Yeah, everyone takes one look at you and say, there are God's limitations in past, in incarnated. So when they said, set the captives free, it's to let you out of limitations. You see, when you're a captive, you can have money to a certain amount. Yeah. Look, you have money. Even Elon Musk has money. It's just it's different money. <laughs> yeah, because some of you are saying, oh, thank God me, I have money. Of course. Your influence is limited. The moment you go past a certain thing, yeah, your limitation of influence only people from one district can listen to you. Or one village. And the anointing of Jesus can set you free. That's what he came to do. He says to proclaim liberty to the captives. KJV will say to preach liberty. Give me KJV, give me KJV. This, this wasn't part of it, but you people... You're squeezing revelation out of me which I didn't plan to give. To preach deliverance to the captives. To, to, uh, uh, hey! to get out of captivity and limitation, you need a preacher. 
You see, some things are by revelation. And I'm showing you one of them. You can be very good with your morning Bible study. But your Bible is not a preacher. The Bible is there for another purpose also, to be grounded in the word. But for removal. You see, I'm here, very hardworking, determined, pastor, church, planter, etc. But I walked within the limitations of 4,000 members and 15 churches. Those were my, yeah, they were chained, they were steel doors here, chain link, concrete wall, what? A small bunker here where you can sleep and the toilet. That's your world. 15 churches, 4,000 members, you will never get out. Until God sent me a preacher. Called Bishop Duck. You see, let me tell you something. Some of you are uninformed. Even if you, you didn't want to be part of this church. And you left, it wouldn't change anything. Because where I'm operating now is not a function of you. Yeah. Because even if you left, you will not be the only one. There are many who have left. But I'm not operating. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't when I met you that God gave us a church in Kenya. No. Yeah, I knew all these years and God didn't give me a church in Kenya. So, you, you, you can go. Huh? I was determined, hardworking, praying. I used to pray up there. ETC. I, I didn't see miracles. I was in a, 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 a room called Ministry Minus Miracles. And God sent me a preacher. And I just send people WhatsApp texts and they get back to me with miracles. Yeah, so it's not you. You, you are not the... Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. Mm. Mm. You work hard. And they tell you, no, 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 you can't go past here. You're like, I've worked so hard. Why is my thing this small? Preach deliverance to the captives. You, you, you see, the only worst thing than being a captive is being one and then refusing to acknowledge that you're one. You know, like the other guy who, you know, it's Uncle D was telling this story. <laughs> if you want to have, laugh until you fall down, talk to Uncle D. <laughs> so this guy, <laughs> I told one of those days, President Museveni is doing his responsibilities as a president. So he goes to Butabika to visit the what? The patients. So they gather the president's cup. So he's greeting them. Hello. 
my name is President Museveni. And then one guy stood up and said, Ojaku Kakana. Me, when I came, I, th- I was Bush. <laughs> You calm down. You are Museveni. For me, by the time I arrived, I was President Bush. Where did that come and come from? What was I talking about? Preach deliverance to the captives. No, no, yeah, I was saying the only worst thing than being a captive is refusing. <laughs> like the other guy was thought, he was, I'm Bush. Not good. Yeah. So when you're a captive of a small church, and you're locked in that room of your, you'll never go past it. You have to acknowledge, I need a preacher. Mm. When you're a captive of a rotating MC, the number of people who are added to the group equals the number of people who leave. You have to acknowledge, I need a preacher. When you're a captive of a habit, you know, most people don't know how to get rid of a habit. The more guilty they feel, the harder it sticks. It's easier to get rid of. It's here in the Bible. Preach deliverance to the captives. You have a habit, just get a message. Just get a preacher. Just listen to a message. That's all. Right? Maybe you're a captive of poverty. It's like, it doesn't matter what I do. Money talks to me. It always says bye. Get a preacher. Get a preacher. So don't leave your members bound. Share messages. Number five, weekly MC evangelism. Second Timothy 4 5 says, uh, fulfill your ministry, do the work of. An evangelist. Number six, monthly MC Frontiers. They came to hear him and be healed of their sicknesses. Are you there? Number seven, quarterly member visitations. Every member should be visited every three months. In your MC, Jeremiah 23:2 in uh, KJV. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel against the pastors or shepherds that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. And have not 
How do you scatter the flock and drive them away? Not visit them. Visitation as a shepherd is biblical. You can't just sit in your MC headquarters with your bodyguard. Huh? <laughs> with your WhatsApp, with your bodyguard. Yeah, the MC. I don't know who the bodyguards are. They ask you, where does son stay? They come once in a while, but I really don't know. And you are a shepherd. Shepherds must visit their flock. Yes. If you can't visit people, if you're too sensitive to the drinking water in their homes, don't, don't become a shepherd. <laughs> Carry yours, okay. Now, worship of a house, 25,000 people. You expect, uh, do you think I, I'm, I should be down to visit them? When will I finish? So you must visit your members. MC leaders who don't visit members should be stripped of leadership. Yeah. Look. At least we can risk you not being a leader. You are not the Pope. We don't need blue smoke and white smoke to. Yeah, even another Pope died the other day when life has gone on. So please don't treat us like if you stop leading an MC, the sun is going to start hurtling towards earth and there's going to be climatic change and all of this we need bankers to live in. No. You will live and things continue. But far from you. What's the first point? Pray daily for the flock. The second point? Weekly MC meetings without fail. The third point? Weekly garage mobilization and... Now you see garage mobilization... In uh, Lighthouse, they have what they call a bus center. Do you know that's the name of their MCs? Eh? Bus center. Bus center. You know what bus center means? Do you know a bus center? A bus center. Eh? It's a bus center. Literally, their MCs are organized around taxi stages. Especially in First Love, First Love Church. So that on Sunday, every bus center leader has to take their people in a taxi to the church. Yeah. That's, that's what it means to lead an MC in Lighthouse. You must take your people to garage on Sunday in a, a, a real taxi which you have hired. That's why you need the treasurer. I visited another, another church in Nairobi. There, as they call them, deltas. The delta leaders. Sunday morning, door, door to door. 
Have you bathed? Are you, the, bu- the bus is coming. We must be ready by this time. Next house. Hey, serious shepherding. Some of you just are like, ah, let them go to hell if they don't want to go to church. <laughs> Do you know that at one time you were the one they were knocking for? Now, now, now you can take yourself, you've forgotten those who need to be knocked for. Ah, uh-uh. who here at one time you, they had to drag you to church? Show of hands. At one point you were the druggie. Show them properly. Yeah, don't even, even, yeah. Even when you were young. Are you forgetting when you were young? Are you saying you went willingly every time? I'm going to take a poll again. Who here at one point, whether when you were five years or seven, you needed to be dragged to church? You see, it's a majority. Very few saints who went by themselves. So now, don't reach a point where you, you go and you forget that there are others who, who need some encouragement. You know, it's one, it's one thing to have been uh, on drugs, you get saved and completely forget all the other guys who are still on drugs. No, it's not good. Don't just rejoice in your currently found salvation. There are people who, if you don't, they will not come. Ngate that is not going to save their lives. And then one day you'll find a person like that leading a big church like this one. But when, if you had never brought them out, they will never have reached that stage. So, MC leaders, MC shepherds, you should also be bus center leaders. Yeah. Center leaders. You, you should say, Me, uh, I have my garage transport budget. Oh, yes. Oh, you can even say, we don't come from so far. So on Sunday, uh, we have walking fellowship to garage. We walk there together, we go back together. Yeah. Stop this independent spirit of everyone. You know, you have 15 cars. Each one has like half, half person in. Okay, one, one. No one brought anyone, no one gave anyone a lift. I don't, it's worse if you are the MC leader and you are there driving your Kamunye. <clears throat> Drone, 10 seater alone to garage, and you've left all the other people sleeping. What a shock! Oh, yes, you should be organizing by now. Today is Saturday. You should be checking on your WhatsApp group. How is everyone going to garage tomorrow? Who is transporting who? Yeah, that's that's your work. That can't be my work. You see, for me, I'm here doing my work. Did you bring yourself here for this uh, uh, camp? 
you were walking around then you heard sound like, sounds like a couple more let me go and sit down is that what happened <laughs> yeah, I had to mobilize you to be here and some of you by fire by force yeah. now you, you also mobilize your 13 people take them to let me tell you what you do for others, others one day you will be a location pastor and it will be time to reap the fruit of what you were sowing when your location pastor was asking you to bring people. And you were there saying, for me, my people, they wake up late. Really, this service is too early at nine o'clock. <laughs> Look, I'll be laughing at you in the spirit and be like, serves you right. <clears throat> when it was your turn to bring your people, you were there saying, <laughs> you can't mobilize 13 people. How are you going to be a mega, leader, mega church leader? <laughs> Benjamin. You can bring them. By fire, by, some people need fire on the whatever to get them to church. Do you see all those bars? Let me tell you something. You probably think that people go there by themselves to the bars. Do you think they go by themselves? No, no, no. no. People take them. Come, let's, let me take you. Let's go. There's this new bar. The booze is good. What I'll, I'll buy for you. I'll even give you a ride. Oh, and then they take them to introduce them to drunkenness. You, you have a whole car with seven seats, five seats. You just drive yourself. I tell you, even prayed to God to give you that car. What a shock. Are we together? Are you going to mobilize them for garage? Including a taxi? The way is Nelson uh, at the Twitter? He's not here. Hey, you come. How many people do you bring from Kasigiri by taxi? On average of about 60 people every Sunday. 60 people? How many taxis are those? Two taxis. It includes children, right? Yeah. One taxi is for kids, about 30 as well. Then the others are also like 30. You can sit down. <laughs> Two taxis. 60 people. That's a location. Every Sunday, they pack up there. I always see them. Ministry is like that. Eh? <laughs> Don't overcalculate how they fit.
You see, the things we are talking about, they are not mysteries. They are not things that are not there. People are doing it. Some of you, you're too cool for this stuff. Was I going through the points? What point was that? Weekly garage mobilization. It's mobilization. People don't naturally tend towards God. People naturally tend towards evil. To, to get people towards God, it takes many forces, supernatural, spiritual, praying, strategic, tactical, taxis, what? Everything is in there. Good music, great messages, right environment, soda, hugs. What? You don't just wake up and you're like, ah, where did all these 5,000 people come from? Me, I don't even know what to do with them. What a shock. Then you call your network leader. Network leader, network leader. I have 5,000 people here. I don't know what to do with them. I must be too anointed. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Sharing messages, weekly MC evangelism, monthly MC frontiers, quarterly visitations. Leave it on the screen so people can take pictures of it. Uh, Amen. Have you been blessed this new don't come? Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Can you just pray a little bit? Pray in the spirit. Pray in English, whatever way you know how to pray. Just pray. And thank God for the deposit that you've received at this camp and the impact it's going to have, the effect it's going to have. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Everyone stand up, please, on your feet. On your feet as you pray. On your feet as you pray. We are closing. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Lord, we know that as we had your word, your spirit was coming upon us. May we be loyal people. May our loyalty be solid, especially to you and to those that you send our way and ask us to embrace. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you for new dawn come. Thank you for every leader here, every network leader, every location pastor, every cluster leader, every zonal pastor, every cohort shepherd, every MC shepherd, every huddle leader, every MC member, every mechanic, every team member, every pastor from another ministry. Thank you, Lord. We know that you've worked among us and in us. We bless you and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.
Retro 